Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. All right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors、mm-hmm. <laughs> and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how. If you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving fifteen percent or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Hi, welcome to Conversations That Heal. This is your host Susan Jacoby. Self love is a very hot topic in our society now. And it should be. It's an essential part of living a healthy and balanced life. But what does self-love really look like? How can you bring it into your daily life? It's no wonder self-love can be confusing. It took me years to understand that I was entitled to feel safe and that I was worthy of love. If you're raised in an environment where self-love is not taught, or Like many of us, the furthest thing from our daily life, then it's understandable that you would have obstacles with self-love and self-care. Feeling safe and worthy of love is the foundation of self-love. I address aspects of self-love in my book, How to Love Yourself: Hope After Child Abuse. Boundaries, taking care of yourself when you're triggered, and understanding the impact of any kind of trauma on your physical body are addressed in my book, How to Love Yourself: Hope After Child Abuse. The book is available in Kindle format and in paperback. Visit Amazon to pick up your copy. Where do we start when self-love is as foreign as learning, let's say, a new language? First, you start with compassion for yourself. I used to say things like, "Of course, I know what compassion is." The word itself is easy to understand, and at the very least, to act like you are compassionate towards yourself and to others. On my healing journey, I discovered how easy it was to mimic a life that I thought everyone except me was living a compassionate life. A life where people were compassionate, loving, and kind with each other, or at a minimum, their immediate family. I now see how that fantasy was created by my imagination. It kept me safe. It was a make-believe world that I could hang on to while I was living in an environment that was anything but compassionate. And full of examples of self-love. As an adult, I can see that I created a world that seldom exists. It takes work and commitment to bring compassion and self-love into your everyday world, and an intentional choice to use it and teach it in your life. So, when I was asked, "Do I bring compassion to my life based on the fantasy that I created?" I could confidently answer yes, but that is not how compassion and self-love really work. Feeling safe and loved makes it easier to fall into self-care. When you feel safe and loved by by you, those feelings create natural self-care thoughts. When you nurture yourself, which looks like drinking water when you're thirsty, sleeping when you're tired. Setting boundaries by, for example, 
say no when you really don't want to do something, it all naturally teaches you self-love. Those habits provide a loving and a supportive environment that allows you to be kind to yourself. You're saying to yourself and to the world, I am taking a stand that I am worthy of loving myself, nurturing myself, being compassionate to myself and to my needs. Taking that stand, that announcement to the world, is also declaring what you will permit in your life and what you won't. As adults, we teach the world around us how we want to be treated, what we will allow in our lives, and what we want around us, which brings us into being responsible for yourself. Ask yourself, what's next for me? What do I want? How do I want to live? While I can give you information, I cannot answer those questions for you. No one can, only you. By the mere fact you were born, you are capable and lovable. Therefore, you have the right to ask, what do I want to continue to do? What is best for me? Children are taught to love themselves if they are raised in a loving and nurturing environment. As an adult, it is your choice. It's your responsibility if you want to continue the habits you learned from childhood and the routines passed down to you from generations or a new path and live your life full of self-love. I have noticed that I am in more control with my power when I love myself. I am able to embrace my worthiness, my greatness when I am loving myself. My vision is clear when I love myself. I am able to let go of the victim mindset when I take ownership of who I am, when I give myself permission to love who I have become. I love the self-care choices I make for myself, and I feel good about expressing them to others. So, how do you learn to love yourself? The first step is thinking about the things that you really enjoy. Those are your thoughts. And then allowing yourself to feel the experience of the things that you enjoy. Your feelings. And third, to take actions to those thoughts. To do the things you enjoy. Or to do the things that you are responsible for. Those are your actions. Thoughts, feelings, actions, all lined up into your declaration, I am going to love myself. This all creates a freedom in your heart, a power, power in your heart and in your being. Here's a formula to set up for your success. Live the way you think you want to live. If it's not working, then change the way you think you want to live and choose a new way. Feel the way you think you want to live. Let the thoughts and feelings be expressed in your actions. When you open up to yourself, you open up the presence, the opportunities that self-love offers. If you are not receiving something you love, 
then you are not allowing yourself to relate to it enough. You must translate your vision of what you want into your reality. Imagine whatever it is that you're passionate about and imagine it unfolding into your life. See it developing. Allow yourself to feel if you let yourself have what it is you are so passionate about. Do you find this information hard to understand, hard to accept as a possibility for yourself? Ask yourself, why am I making this so hard for for myself? It's easier to reject what I am offering than to look at the possibilities when you allow yourself to receive what I am saying. For some people, allowing yourself to get angry at me for even bringing this topic up is easier than looking at the opportunities that it can provide. What if the opportunities scare you? What if you are not scared of loving yourself, but scared about how your life will change if you do allow self-love into your life? Every single one of us is scared of the unknown. It is part of the human experience. But here is that word again, choice. Your life, your decision, your choice. If I had allowed myself to let fear of the unknown take over, there would be no conversations that heal. I would have missed out of learning that I am worthy of love and compassion from myself and from those that I invite into my immediate world. I invite you to challenge your subconscious, to open your mind to awareness, awareness of where you are at this exact moment in time, in your thoughts, in your feelings, and in your actions. The truth is you are more than anything going on in your circumstance. You are more than what your body is allowing you to be. As you set your path to self-love, remember, it is not only about the goal. It is about the expansion for yourself and those involved in your life. There's no test here. There are no instructions to share what you discover with anyone. All of this is about bringing awareness into your life and within that awareness, showering yourself with love. Please contact me at susan at conversationsatheal.com if I can support you on your healing journey. Leave a comment on Blog Talk or iTunes to support me in reaching more listeners in search of living a life of self-love, of peace, and of joy. Above all, remember, you are a lovable and a capable human being. Thank you for listening to Conversations That Heal. Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. All right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors Mm -hmm. (laughs) and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well... Uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer.